Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mike Conte, what is up, Mike? Mike Conte. Hey, guys, good morning. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. So, Mike, how did the steaks turn out? Steaks were good. Steaks were uh, very, very good. Probably had too much red meat this weekend, but, you know, you got to have that uh, protein to give you necessary energy for all the stuff we're working on. Oh, no question about that. So, uh, Mike, how how do we prepare the steaks? Because I, I heard a little bit cause I, about how you were going to prepare the steaks, but, I mean, how, how did well, you actually prepare? Well, I, I mean, I'm not proud to admit I had steak on Friday and Sunday, but, you know, uh, it was a gift. So <laughs> I had to cook them while they were still fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, Friday, I just grilled them on the big green egg. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with that, right? Just uh, three minutes aside, and then one final three-minute turn with the the air kind of shut off on the grill. Uh, and then yesterday, I did the sous vide uh, for like two and a half, three oh, hours at one thirty, okay. and then finished it uh, in the cast iron pan. But Man, I need help. I don't have very good kitchen ventilation, and anytime I try to sear anything on that cast iron, it's like our house catches fire. Uh, you're opening you all the doors and windows. You have a green egg. You don't have an outdoor grill, right? I don't have. Well, no, I have a big green egg outdoors. Yeah, but that I guess you grill. don't have an outdoor gas grill. You know. No, 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 I do. Yeah, I mean, no. you might want. You know, it's 150 bucks. I mean, in that that way, you can do it outside. Yeah. Tell them to buy. Know. Tell them to buy you one, Mike, because you got all that I, bread. I was gonna say. I mean, John, if if you and I want to go shopping and we're using your gold card, I'll, I'll be more than happy to impose on you. It's, it's platinum, platinum card. Okay. Let's let's, let's gotcha. get right. Okay. So let him no, let him know, Mike. Conte's <laughs> flying them steaks. Them steaks flying in ain't cheap, Mike. Conte, tell him. Tell him again. Tell him. Just digits on a piece of paper. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Mike Cotty uh, joining us here, uh, you know, fully, uh, you know, red meated up uh, and uh, getting into the meat of everything else, too, uh, including the Hawks and United. Uh, Hawks in a moment. First for United, uh, mm-hmm. takeaways from the uh, opening draw in Orlando. Yeah, good draw. I know some people are concerned about the lack of goal scoring. They've played three matches, and they only have one goal in open play. And I'm not that concerned about that yet because it's just so early. Uh, and you're you're trying to really adapt to a much different idea with positioning and the way that Heinze wants this team to play. So I anticipated that it might be uh, 
a little bit incomplete in the final third to start the season. We've seen that. I don't think that's a bad thing, though, when you haven't lost a match and you haven't conceded a goal. Uh, They're defending at an extremely high level. That was an intense match uh, with conditions being a factor. It was very hot and humid down there in Orlando on Saturday. Atlanta United had just played the prior Tuesday, so they're playing against a rested team in their home park, and they got a, a draw. That would have been last year an extremely good result for Atlanta United last year. I know the expectations are a little bit higher this year, but you're going into your home opener now on Saturday and you haven't lost yet. Uh, So they're fine. And I I still think it's going to take a little while longer to get everything kind of tidied up in the attacking third uh, to the point where Atlanta United is going to convert on all these scoring opportunities. They did have eight scoring chances uh, as uh, judged by the scorekeepers in Orlando on Saturday. That's pretty good. That, that's that's pretty good. Your expected goals, one and a half. You know, again, you, you hope you come out of a match like that with a goal or two. Hopefully in time they will. So when do we expect, uh, you know, Joseph to be like a starter? When is that? When do you expect Well, that? he's already started. Uh, he started Tuesday night against Alouelense, and I think because they had started him on Tuesday, they wanted to be a little bit careful with his usage okay. just on okay. the week. Okay. Um, so my guess is, Hugh, I, I mean, I don't want to, like, guarantee anything, but I, I would expect there's a pretty good chance that Joseph is going to start Saturday at home. Uh, but that's not set in stone because then the following Tuesday you're going to play Philadelphia Union and CONCACAF Champions League. So you're kind of in the same dilemma. You don't want Joseph playing 270 minutes in a calendar week mm-hmm. coming off an ACL tear. That so, makes sense. So they're going to have to be a little bit careful, but at some point they're going to pick a spot where Joseph is going to start. It might be Saturday. It might be the following Tuesday. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. All right. So uh, what could the, well, first off, do we know how many fans are going to be there Saturday? Do you? Uh, it's 50% of the lower two levels. I okay. don't know. I, I mean, I think typically the capacity is 42.5 when they do that. So mm-hmm. 50% of that is... 21 right? something. I, yeah, I don't know that fine. for sure. They haven't really publicized the exact number, but I do know it's 50% of the lowest two levels. Yeah, the point is, is we're going to have much more of a much uh, more, you know, much home more. feel. Yes. You know, right with the supporters. And, and, and the Atlanta United and needs that, John. Yeah. I, I mean, they do. really need that. You mm-hmm. saw their record at home last year. You, you could tell how much they missed not having loud, robust crowds in that building. So I, I think that's going to be a huge, huge plus for Atlanta United this weekend. Uh, w- w- what about uh, the style the fans can expect to see with Gabriel Heinze? What about Alan Franco? G- kind of give me the lowdown. I know we got Hawks to get to. Yeah, but... no, it's okay. So yeah. Alan Franco, his paperwork did clear very late on Friday, and that's why he was available for selection Saturday in Orlando. Anton Walks, though, has played really, really well at center back with Miles Robinson. So I wouldn't just automatically assume that Alan Franco's got a spot that he's going to walk into. I think he's going to have to earn it. He is a designated player. You know, you don't sign a designated player without the expectation of playing him a lot. So Alan Franco is going to get in, but Anton Walks is going to make it hard for him to crack into the starting 11. Uh, As far as style is concerned, I think what you saw on Saturday is Atlanta United trying to play very, very wide when they have the ball and then try to compress the pitch quite a bit, play much more narrow when their opponent has the ball. And you saw them counterpress quite a bit when they lost the ball. Santiago Sosa, who is now the uh, the holding midfielder for Atlanta United, he's really beca- not become, he is the distributor. So I think you're going to see Sosa uh, behind the halfway line kind of dictate the point of attack a little bit and spray passes into the final third. Uh, it'll be fast. It might 
look disorganized at times, but in actuality, it's very, very organized. That, that's what I would expect to see uh, Saturday if you're going to the match against Chicago Fire. So we finally got John Collins back. John Collins back yesterday, Mike Conti. What did you see from him? What does he what, what does he bring that that makes this team that much better that you saw yesterday? Yeah, well, it, honestly, he didn't really do much yesterday. They had him on a minutes restriction. I think the one thing it does though, Hugh, is it adds one more player into your rotation and it makes your bench a little bit better. So instead of having to start Solomon Hill now, you can bring Solomon Hill off the bench, which is kind of a luxury considering he made six three-pointers Thursday night against Milwaukee. That's how it's going to help short-term. I think long-term, when you get John and his rebounding and his activity and, and everything he does so well back, his three-point shooting even, uh, that's really going to help the Hawks, hopefully mm -hmm. both ends of the floor. But I think, they're like we talked about with Joseph Martinez, he's just coming off an ankle sprain. I think they want to be a little bit conservative with his workload right off the bat. That's why you didn't see him play a whole lot yesterday, but it at least makes the rotation a little bit stronger. Now, hopefully... You know, maybe you get Danilo Gallinari. That helps your bench a little bit more. Maybe eventually you're going to get DeAndre Hunter and Chris Dunn. That's good. And Tony Snell. That'll help your bench a little bit more even. The Hawks have really, really struggled with bench scoring in these last two games just because they have so many guys out. And they're starting players who would typically be coming off the bench. So getting John back makes that a little less of a problem. Big week ahead. Orlando, Knicks, and then a showdown with Miami that is – potentially really big on Friday. Yeah, and I think that Knicks game is really big on Wednesday, and that's a tough one. Second half of a back-to-back -back for both teams. The Knicks are only a half game behind the Hawks right now for fourth in the East, and the Hawks haven't beaten the Knicks this year. And Julius Randle has just tortured the Hawks. In two games, averaged 36 points per game against the Hawks this year. Randle has averaged more points per game against the Hawks than any other team in the league. So... That's kind of the fun thing about this final month of the season, but it also makes it a little bit tense. Every game you're going to play now is almost must win. I mean, if your goal is to get the number four seed, which about, I think right now is about as high a realistic goal as the Hawks can have, is to get the number four seed in home court in the first round. Um, you got to keep winning at this 80% clip that they've been winning at over the last couple weeks because that's what's, it, that is what it will take. The Knicks have won six in a row. The Celtics have gotten hot. Uh, the Heat kind of survived a long West Coast trip. Now they just got to win over Brooklyn. So all the teams that are chasing you and pursuing you for that number four seed are playing very well, and the Hawks are going to have to keep up. I have a, uh, a question that uh, was asked of me to ask you, and that's about, uh, I want to go back to soccer for a second because you know. There's a story out there about how they're forming this Super League in Europe, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and is that going to, for, for ch A, is it change the face of soccer worldwide? And B, is there any chance that MLS could ever get involved in it? Interesting on the MLS part of it. I, I didn't really think about that. Um no, I don't think short-term that would be an option. Honestly, John, I think there's a pretty good chance this thing does not happen. Uh, FIFA and UEFA have uh, come out very, very strongly against this to the point now where FIFA has said that any players who play in the Super League are not – they're going to be banned from playing in the World Cup. They're going to be banned from playing in all FIFA competitions. UEFA will ban them from European competitions. So wow. think about that. Okay. You know, if Lionel Messi plays in the Super League, then he can't play for Argentina in the yeah, World Cup. What's the point of the Super League? No, right? Exactly. He's not going to want to do it. I don't think it gets off the, the, the ground. I think it's a money grab by some very big clubs in Europe who are looking at maybe a, a new way to earn some TV money. 
I think there will be some kind of compromise where this thing doesn't happen and we still have our traditional Champions League and, and all the uh, individual leagues in Europe. And I think there's been a little bit of confusion. The Premier League's not going away. La Liga's not going away. Uh, the French League is not going away. None of those leagues are going away. This would impact the Champions League more than anything else. Uh, Mike, uh, is more steak on the menu here? You, no, you I'm done. No online? more red meat for a while. No, okay. no, no more. <laughs> Salads from now and seafood from now on. We've got to lose some weight. I know that feeling. I resemble that remark. <laughs> as, as always, Mike Connie, man of many hats on uh, the Twitter, at Mike Connie 929 Thanks, Mike. Okay, you guys, man, see Mike. Ya. Thanks a lot. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.